Hi there, you are welcome to podcast with KK Beidu of Teens Aloud Foundation. In this podcast, Pastor KK shares his thoughts on various topics from God's perspective. Today's episode is titled, Flee Why? Be blessed as you listen. I've got battles cars, but thank God I'm still breathing. Welcome to podcast with KK Beidou. Um, Pastor KK again is going to organize his chocolate talk tour for this year 2022. Um, it comes off in a university near you. We are moving all the way from Kolebu to KNUST. Any university near you, we will be there. The theme for this year is I foreplay. Check out the flyers and the info on the Things Aloud page on Instagram. And also follow Pastor KK as well. Um, today we have a question an anonymous person writes us this question uh, the person says why should you flee why are you that weak god says be strong or pastor kiki uh, i'm very sure this person is, uh, has heard how we are hashing we keep rehashing flee 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 and uh, may, may be thinking that um, and, and, and indeed so, logically thinking, if you run away from something, then it means you are weak or you are afraid of that, you know. But um, there's a very interesting <laughs> video I saw earlier last year or mid last year, very, very uh, funny. I think the guy meant it to be a joke, uh, but it's, it, it, it kind of captures the essence of what I'm going to say. Now there is uh, now this guy is wearing this this taekwondo outfit, you know, and he comes out uh, to and there's this very muscular guy, you know, like three or four times well built than he is, but he is just showing and flexing his muscles and he's holding, <laughs> he's you know, and the video purports. I think they've written something on the video how to fight or defend self defense. So the guy comes out as if. He's coming to teach, you know, skills about how to defend yourself. And so I think he has written there how to defend yourself when attacked by a man bigger than you. So the guy, <laughs> so, so the guy starts the video and says, this is what you do when you are faced by a guy, you know, who is bigger than you. And so the guy, you know, is holding the guy's muscles or something. He's about to teach a technique. And he says, when you meet a guy who is bigger than you, look at him. And beg him. <laughs> beg him. Tell him that. Tell him that he's a champion. <laughs> tell him that he's a champion. And tell him that he should allow you to go. <laughs> you know? And you know, the day I looked at it, I was so I, I just laughed my heart out. But you know, it's 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 you see. Sometimes, you know, I mean, it, it, it's very interesting that these things, uh, you know, sometimes we look at fights, everyone needs to look and, you know, you know, sometimes people go and choose some fights and when they, you know, and, uh, you know, we used to make fun of those people when they were, uh, you know, when we were younger, they would say, you know, when they know they have picked the fight is bigger than them, they would say, hey, stop me, stop me before I beat this guy, stop me by <laughs> But, but they are really rather saying, hey, someone save me from this guy, <laughs> you know. <laughs> now, choosing your fight 
And, you know, I mean, I mean, if you take the, the example of the World War II, when America kept warning Japan, hey, Japan, be very careful. We, need, we want this war to stop. I mean, Japan, you know, Japan had done their worst with help Pearl Harbor. America knew they had developed this uh, atomic bomb and they kept warning uh, uh, Japan. And Japan will not budge. Japan will not budge. Japan kept, you know, I think it was Nixon. No, it wasn't Nixon. I forgot. I think Truman also, who was president by then. I, I, stand, I stand for correction, please. Um, uh, you know, and he kept warning, you know, sending Japan cables and announcements, say, let us end this war. I mean, enough deaths, you know, have happened. Germany has, even Germany, Krampo has been defeated. Mm -hmm. So you to surrender and let's go. You know, Japan kept, you know, and then America was then forced, you know, I don't have all these details, but America was then then forced to release these, these two atomic bombs and eventually Japan, uh, you know, surrounded surrounded surrendered and uh, you know america even sent a, 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 a military officer to eventually rule uh, 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 japan for a while you know so sometimes you need to just pick and choose you know you can also be like western Churchill, you know that you have found out that germany and by the blessings of god you are a britain so you are not like the rest of europe you are an island so there's the english channel to cross to get to you so you can bluff and say that oh, you will stand against germany and germany you know was just piling uh, atomic bomb uh, not atomic bombs after the other but eventually they even got used to it that you know uh, but with the churches you know stood against uh, germany until, uh, you know, after a long time, they became allies together with France and other countries. With the help of USA, we were able to defeat um, the, the famous Adolf Hitler. Now, so everyone, I'm saying all these things because we all need to learn to pick and choose our fights. And because if we don't learn and pick and choose, pick and choose our fights, what is going to happen is that we are going to get into fights that are bigger than us. Especially when the fight has been declared mm, by God mm, as a fight that we are not supposed to fight. You know, so let me just read this, uh, uh, the verses for you so that those who are listening can be able to also refer to now. So we know from no other place than First uh, uh, Corinthians chapter 6, verse nine, uh, 19, or the verse 18 talks about the fact that we should flee um, sexual immorality. And so now the same word flee is very important that I want you to, uh, it's our operational word for today. So um, we should flee um, sexual immorality. All other sins um, are um, outside the body, but sexual immorality has a way that it is, affects the entire body. So, but now, as I said that, if that's the operational word, then God himself also tells us that when we see the, he says that the enemy resists him and he will flee from you. So we are back to that same flee word. When it comes to the devil that majority of us are afraid of, the Bible says you resist him and he will flee. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that when you meet sexual immorality, what? You flee. Now, if we therefore are people who are facing sexual immorality, then it just so happens that we have not read the Bible or 
we do not understand that the devil that we are afraid of, the Bible tells us that we should resist him and he will flee. But when it comes to sexual immorality, because God wants us to guide and guard our jealous relationship with him, he wants us to become people that are what? Rather fleeing because he made our bodies. And so we, uh, so let me just quickly recap uh, three things that are reasons why God asks us to flee sexual immorality. Number one, because he made us, as I've already said, and he knows our body he knows how it functions you know many times i've met many people who come to me and say oh i don't know what happened and they are the famous one one thing led to the other and it why won't it lead to another you know number two uh, sexual immorality is guided by unlike every other sin it's guided by hormones and which are very powerful. These are chemicals, you know. And the reason why we, when you, we need you to get a driver's license is that you are dealing with hydrocarbons, which are also chemicals, which release a lot of power in combustion chambers that can kill people. In the same way, sexual immorality is guided by chemicals. And these chemicals or hormones, when they are released, makes you think and behave in particular ways. And sometimes you finish and you actually, that's why people blame it on the devil, because they don't see, they don't, they don't have a, any very clear recollection of their step-by-step approach that brought them to that place. And the final reason why I'll say that sexual immorality is something God wants us to flee from is that it is, it is one of the few um, sins that when we, um, you, you, your best time to overcome is before it, before you get tempted. <laughs> the best time to overcome is before you get tempted. Therefore, the best, uh, God wants us to be people that, because when you stay for too long in a sexual immoral, then every second that passes erodes about five to ten percent of your capacity to live. <laughs> For every second you stay, it five seconds, five to ten percent of your capacity to escape is eroded. And so, yeah. So if you stay for one minute, you by you have no capacity left. You know, it's not one of the things that, you know, but someone says, oh, I've been, I've been in similar circumstances and I met a girl in January and she will say, oh, I've been to this guy's house, we slept on his bed, nothing happened until the day it happened. You see, the devil is, you know, I, I watched a documentary about snakes. Oh, and that's what the Bible, com- com- you know, in the in book of Genesis compared the, the enemy to the snake. There was this snake that I watched. Oh, it just bites you and injects this poison to you and it doesn't follow you. <laughs> it doesn't follow you. Oh, I think this poison is a slow one. It will give you about maybe 30 minutes. So these mice, I, this one, I, this mice went to gallivant around. So the snake went on doing his other duties. And you know, because he has this, the, the, their fog tongue can pick up the scent and follow your trail. And 30 minutes time, he'll just come and enjoy you. <laughs> they made me see the patience level of the enemy sometimes in these cases, you know. And sometimes if he, and to sometimes, you know, make you doubt God's word. He, he does some of these things and says, oh, your pastor told you that sexual immorality is this, this thing. But hey, uh, look, you see, it's been four years, four years. You've been lying in his room, nothing has happened. Oh, if there's one virtue that the devil has, it's called patience. 
Yeah. And I tell people that, you know, you need to be seriously on the lookout for this patience of the enemy. And sometimes that's, he, 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 he's ready to forego uh, five years of waiting if only it is going to get you eventually, you know. So it's a very important thing that we need to learn how to make sure that sexual immorality does not become the avenue by which we keep falling over and over because and you see for many people they over they are overcome by sexual immorality because they don't know that the simple thing that rules the world of sexual immorality is lack of fleeing and you know and you know uh, sometimes when i get a verse i'm i'm overcoating it if there's anything like that but i'll come back to the same proverbs chapter 7 verse 6 to 7 uh, 6 to 8 that talks about the fact that the guy is passing by the door uh, near the crossing the, the street near the house of this woman i would say call this person a person according to nlt who lacks what common sense you know, and you read from, I think, Proverbs chapter 5, verse 8, about the fact that he says, don't go near a door. Don't go near the door of the immoral. Don't even go there. Because it's a very important thing that as you get close, that's where your trap is. Don't get close. Because if you, and the Bible talks about putting fire in your bosom and not burning. How can you even say that I'm putting fire in my bosom and I will not be burned? You can even say in your palms, in your bosom, where the skin is fresh, it, it will burn. It will burn. So, this is not, God has asked us to be strong, eh? and I know eh, eh, be strong, but it says be strong in the Lord. And when to be strong in the Lord is to be strong in His commands, what He has commanded us. There is no protection. I repeat, there is no protection for those who are not fleeing. God offers no protection whatsoever for those who uh, are not fleeing. So if you, if there is no grace, there is grace for fleeing. There is no grace for indulging. Yeah, so only those who flee. Uh, I preached a message many years ago about the flee flow of grace. <laughs> I need to slow down, otherwise my tongue. The flee, flee flow of grace. Grace flows into fleeing people. Mm, there's grace for fleeing. Once you start that you are going to flee, the grace of God pushes you out of there out of that situation and it's a very important thing and I keep saying that fleeing is awkward fleeing makes you look like you are foolish but that is God's grace available for those who want to flee so it's very important we don't flee because we are weak we flee because we are strong we are strong in God's word we are strong in the Lord we are strong in what God's word has said uh, we may be weak in the eyes of the world because the world says that ah Charlie you catch him, finish him, enter, enter. <laughs> but you know uh, the strength lies in our ability to flee because fleeing is much more difficult than indulging. You know, and I'm always using this example of the fact that people say oh yeah I love you I'll die for you and because when they say that they are thinking that oh maybe it's all about you know walking with your girlfriend in the middle of the dark and then one arm robber comes and say you've got to kill me first <laughs> no I am saying that this is where your girlfriend is horny and is shouting hi baby 
kiss me now and you run away from her and say, I love you so much, I can't kiss you now. I'll kiss you when I marry you. That is love, that is. Eh? The Bible calls that eh, eh, in John 15, 13, that the true love is that it's when anyone, eh, this is greater love, is when a man lays down his life for his friends. Laying down your own selfish needs. Even when people are encouraging you, just like if someone gives you a knife, kill me. You will not do it because you love the person too much. Because you know that what they are even asking for, they are asking because they are not in a proper state, frame of mind. And you will want to protect them. And that is true love. That is greater love than God has called us to. And that is where we must draw the line into the fact that it's not weakness to run away. It is actually strength. Strength that can only be exercised when the grace of God uh, comes in. And remember, that grace is only according to James chapter 4, that it's given to only those who are humble. Mm. Mm-hmm. It says that God gives, uh, 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 God gives grace to the humble. The grace is flowing to people who are humble enough to say that this thing that God says, I shouldn't touch, I won't touch, because he's wiser than I am. Grace then flows to you and gives you capacity to overcome. Amen. Even when it's hard, I know you won't leave me. I've got battle scars. Thank you so much, Pastor KK. Here's a short recap. We all need to learn to choose and pick our fights. The Bible admonishes us to resist the devil. But when it comes to sexual immorality, he wants us to flee because our relationship is important to him and he wants us to guard it jealously. God wants us to flee sexual immorality because he made our bodies and knows us best. We must flee because the hormones that drive sexual immorality are powerful. Again, we must flee from sexual immorality because the best time to prevent immorality is before it happens. In truth, the world of sexual immorality is ruled by fleeing. We don't flee because we are weak. It is not weakness to flee, but strength. Strength in God's grace which flows through fleeing. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I believe you know five people who need to hear this and many more of the podcasts on this channel. Why don't you send it to them and join the global evangelistic move as given to us by Jesus Christ himself. If you have questions of your own or questions from your friends, send us a message on WhatsApp or Telegram right now on 050-169-8834. We'll be glad to hear from you generally on the same number. If you have any encouragement or constructive criticism for how we are serving you at the moment. Prayerfully consider donating to our Vodafone Cash account on 050-169-8834. Always remember John chapter 17 verse 17 that you are sanctified by the truth. So never stop listening to this podcast. God bless you.